And that's the Blues Brothers out of Briefcase Full of Blues in the 1980s. Uh, Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi took the show, took that skit out of uh, Saturday Night Live and turned it into a phenomenal uh, rendition of Blues Brothers' Soul Man. And, uh, God, that was 39 years ago. Amazing. Well, we're not getting any younger, and but Keenan never gets any any uh, any worse. It's always fantastic meat to play. It's one of my favorite meats to play, and um, wanted to go over some some things about about Keenan that you may or may not know. So get your pen and pencil ready, get a notepad, and take some notes. Um, a little different this year for us is I will be, uh, we're going to have two sets of crews, uh, one part-time at Churchill and the other one full-time at Keeneland. So we will have Churchill Works coming into Keeneland. I've been spending most of the the, the summer there and into, uh, into September. So I've got a ton of information from Churchill on the shippers coming down. And um, because Keeneland during September is relatively very light in works because of the, the Keeneland September sale. And they occupy maybe 2,000 stalls at Keeneland, uh, 3,000 stalls at the same time. So it's very hard to host thoroughbreds there that are working uh, and having the sales. So mainly the barns down on Rice Road, Oliver, Ward, Lopresti, um, Catalano's there. And those are the, the barns that uh, Sister, uh, Jack Sisterson with Calumet, um, those are the only barns that are there. So you have very limited workouts coming into the meet. So, for example, the big first big day we had of workouts was just past Sunday, the 29th. And um, we also had like 30 turf works. Um, but we've had somebody there, you know, even through September. And I've been going back, you know, over to Churchill. So we're going to get the best of both worlds. This is probably one of the, uh, since 2011, the first year we actually been able to do both. Um... We'll also have anything coming out of New York that we can, where we can catch off video. Of course, we have Brian Lazarica in California. So we do have um, the country kind of uh, where, you know, nobody circles the wagons like racing with Bruno. Not to steal Chris Berman's, the boomer uh, signature line about the Buffalo Bills. But uh, we're circling the wagons here at Keeneland. So let's go circle the wagons at Keeneland. Big cards this weekend. Number of Breeders' Cup preps from two-year-old Colts to two-year-old Phillies to sprinting, um, turf. Um, let's, so let's take a look at it, what works on the track. I went back to last fall meet. Not the spring meet, but the fall meet. And... I do things a little different in, in, in post-position studies. I look at uh, like the first three posts, 
not just the one post or the two post or how many horses win for the one or the two. Uh, I look at it as a, uh, for example, at Keeneland during the fall, 44% of the, of the races at sprints were won by the one, two, or three. 44%. If you and took that and moved it to the four post, so in other words, from the rail to the number, to the, from post one to post four, 53% of the races were won by post one through four. If you go to post one through five, it's 64%, and post one through six is 75%. So, yes, you got much shorter fields, absolutely correct. However, it also shows that the inside is the place you want to be, which is exactly what I feel when I watch that track that is a much more of an inside-oriented racetrack than outside, meaning like fairgrounds, you can't make moves three, four, five wide unless the track is heavily tilted to that. But the one, two, three, uh, the one, two, three pass is where you want to be. One path, two pass at fairgrounds where you want to be. Keeneland's the same way. It doesn't have very much banking on the turns. Therefore, it takes a lot more strength and 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 run from a horse to go three, four wide through the turn, making a move and keep on going. You've seen a number of times horses making big moves on the turn at Keeneland don't sustain it. So the inside, getting an inside trip, a turf type trip on the main track is where it's at. So again, sprinting, um, one, two and three posts wins 44% of the time, one through four, 53% of the time, one through five, 64% of the time, one through six, 75% of the time. So those posts are very, very live. And in big fields, I like to take, I like to take the inside, inside part of, the, of the, the starting gate. Now, also, I will tell you, I watch closely for what post positions are winning on a daily basis. If after a couple of races, I see the eight, nine, 10, or 11 post winning, I kind of put a lot of stock into that and go from there. I do look at from from where the horses are coming from, and that is a good indicator of how that track is playing. On routes, the track is absolutely tilted to the inside, and that is mostly because the mile and a 16th race is the mile race have an incredibly short run to the turn, and at a mile and a 16th, they run to the they run, they're both at a mile and a mile and 16, they run to the first wire. They have a short stretch. So inside posts are absolutely worth their weight in gold. And the one through five post, around two turns at Keeneland, win 71% of the races. The one through four post wins 58% of the races. And the one, two, three posts win 45% of the races. So, again, the inside is the place to be. And if you're on the outside and you're not a speed horse at a two-turn, you're, unless you're going to get a magical trip from your rider, you're going to be in a very, very tough spot. So now, let's move over to jockeys, which I found to be very interesting as well. Let's go. All right, let's take a look at this. These uh, by jockeys at the fall meet. The leading rider 
was Javier uh, was uh, Florent Giroux. He rode 15 winners. He was winning at 19 percent. He finished almost 50 percent of um, 50 percent in the money. Javier Castellano was second. Tabla Galfion third. He was tied with Javier. Uh, Luis Saez also at 14. Hernandez at 13. Brian Hernandez Jr. You had Johnny Velasquez with 13. Um, and um, the next, uh, Joel Rosario at 13. Jose Ortiz won at 17%. Irad won at 16%. Um, a high percentage jockey that came in was Paco Lopez. He won at 27% from only 11 mounts. And you had a lot of guys with goose eggs. Um, trainers. What was interesting in uh, in the fall, um, Chad Brown won in the fall. Actually, uh, during the spring, Wesley Ward, um, Wesley Ward won it with 11, but he did it mostly with babies. Um Brad Cox was second with 10. Then you had Chad Brown, Wilkes, Brandon Walsh, Kenny McPeak, and Todd Pletcher. During the fall, totally different. Um, the winner was Todd Pletcher. He had 47% winners. However, he was coming in from Palm Beach Downs with horses, shuffling them up, shuffling, you know, shuttling them up from Palm Beach Downs, shipping in and winning everything. I think he probably won at about 50, 60, 70% with shippers, maybe even higher from Palm Beach Downs. Palm Beach Downs, he hasn't had anything over there until of late. He's now have two-year-olds at Palm Beach Downs. Be aware that Palm Beach Downs is not, not adding their workouts on Equibase. There's no Palm Beach Downs workouts on Equibase as of the 30th of September. I'm going to look at it and make sure. However, we do have the Palm Beach Down works uh, as of the 30th. And um, the whole month of September, there's absolutely... Actually, they do. They just added them on. They've got four works, four days that they've been working over there at Palm Beach Downs. They weren't there yesterday. They're there, they're there today. So um, those works are being added now for Todd Pletcher, which makes it real interesting to see who comes from there and ships in this fall. And um, as he did during last fall, he won everything from down there. I don't know where he's coming in. He probably will ship in with a few horses over the track. We'll get to see him here. But usually Pletcher is a very high percentage trainer at, at Keeneland. Mike Maker last fall. One at 18%. We had Aspison at 17, and he ran a lot of horses, as did Maker. Keneally did very well at 17%. Brad Cox only won at 12% last fall. He won five out of 41, ran more in seconds than, than wins. Uh, ben Colbrook, who got real hot with some long shots at Churchill, it was uh, 10%, uh, it was 16% here last fall. So Ben Colbrook is one you got to watch. Uh, Chris Hartman did well at 22%. Ron Moquette had a huge meet at 24%. Um, even guys like Rodolfo Brissett, who's even more accomplished now, was winning at 25%. Um, the win percentage for uh, the top win percentage 
really came with a lot of runners, came from Pletcher, who only ran 19 last year uh, and won 47%. Kelly Breen won 2 of 5 for 40%. Um, we had Rodolfo Brissett at 25. You had Ron Moquette, as I mentioned, at 24. Uh, Steve Margolis did well at 22%, as did Chris, Chris Hartman and Mike Tomlinson. Romans won at 20%. So there was quite a few guys that won at around 20% here last fall. Um, the spring meet is a little different. The spring meet is a little different because a lot of guys are getting ready for Churchill. Um, guys, a lot of guys were still at Oakland this past, this past spring, so it's a little different. The owners was a really interesting... Uh, uh, Usually, I, I, you know, looking at New York and the way certain owners dominate in New York. Can you believe Clarevich hasn't won a race at Keeneland in two, in, since, last, since probably the spring before? If he did, then too. Um, Clarevich on, um, let's see. Uh, Clarevich ran only three horses in... Um, Last fall, he hit the board with every single one of them, uh, but 100% on the board, but did not win a race. Let's fast forward to this past meet. And we pull up Clarevich Stable. And they were 0 for 3. So, quite interesting, quite interesting. Let's just take a look at how he did in the fall, the spring meet in 2018. Let's see. Clarevich only ran one in the fall, in the spring, in 2018. So over the last three meets at Keeneland, he's only run seven horses. And he hasn't won a race here. However, his trainer, Chad Browns, wins pretty highly here. He'll win for Jadmont. Um, another owner that doesn't run here well uh, at all, you know, here in, in, in uh, Keeneland is Michael Dubb. So we pulled up Michael Dubb. And he's got a number of different... Um, he's got a number of different... Uh, he's one for one. He won with the Bethlehem and Madiket Stable. Uh, back in October of 2018. Uh, but he's one that doesn't run very many here either. So very interesting uh, how certain trainers and owners uh, do well and don't do well on this, on, this, uh, on this track. But definitely one to... Chad Brown is, is a trainer to follow, but possibly... Not with Clarevich uh, stables. So that's always an interesting uh, part. Last year, last year, the top, the top owners were Judmont Farms, Ronis Racing, Three Diamonds Farm with Mike Maker, and E5 Racing Thoroughbreds that had Cassie and Chad Brown. So Judd Mon and Chad Brown were pretty pretty good, and uh, E5 Racing was very good. Uh, Breezeezy won two out of four races. Breezeezy is Mike Malika. Um, they have young horses um, with a number of different trainers. Um, Ken and Sarah Ramsey only won two of 18 
uh, last spring, um, which was another interesting part because during the fall meet in 2018, Ken and Sarah Ramsey won at 26% and went 6 of 23 races. So that's something to think about down the line. But definitely the owners you think are the big shots during uh, Saratoga and uh, during Belmont are not the guys that show up here. Interesting enough. So you've got to talk to you about jockey trainers. We talked about post positions. Now, looking at what's going to happen this weekend, on Friday, October 4th, we got Alcibiades and the Keenan Ogden Phoenix Stakes. Last year, again, we mentioned one by Whitmore, Run Happy, and um, I believe Work All Week won it uh, consecutive years. They went on to win the Breeders' Cup Sprint. On Saturday, wow, we have the Claiborne Breeders' Futurity. You have the Shadwell Turf Miles. You have the Woodford uh, Stakes presented by Keeneland Select. You have the Thoroughbred Club of America Stakes, and you have the First Lady Stakes. Huge amount of stakes here on Saturday. Uh, the Shadwell should be a really good race. Um, I've seen a lot of those horses run, and it'll be interesting who shows up in there. Sunday, the Dixiana Bourbon Stakes and the Judmont Spinster. So that's two huge races. And then Wednesday, we got the Jessamine and the Buffalo Trace Franklin County Stakes um, on Wednesday. So lots of action right off the bat, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Wednesday. It, it doesn't let up. So now I get a, a, a quite a few questions on from, from a lot of um, listeners and you know guys that maybe have not bought our products, don't use our products. How do you use Racing with Bruno, and what does those packages mean? What are credits? Credits were developed for players who wanted to play particular days, or they wanted to play particular meets. So let's say Joe Sixpack, um, let's just name him a racing term, Joe Exacta. Joe Exacta wants to play the whole Keeneland meet, but he doesn't want anything else. So what does he do? He'll buy 20 credits. And he'll use those credits solely on Keeneland. But he has the ability of using those credits anywhere he wants. If he misses a day, he doesn't lose the credit. They don't expire, and they're interchangeable for any track. So credits are for you, the part-time player, or the player that wants to play one specific meet. Um, the all-inclusive access. The all-inclusive access is superb for players that play in tournaments, guys that are want to play every day, uh, guys that want to... Um, uh, be able to research horses like at our workout database, our auctions database. Uh, we have a, a pedigree database. All that information is available to the all-inclusive buyer. Also, our interactive race card. Our interactive race card is, is the equivalent of the formulator for the racing form. Um, and you can go in and... and the beauty about it, you can see lifetime workouts on horses. You can be able to put, uh, pull up uh, our, our lifetime um, auctions, uh, pedigree notes. Um, it has delta figures on them. Um, so you can be able to do a lot of different things with the interactive race card. And it's only available for inclusive access. 
So we have a number of different packages. We have 10, 25, and 50 credits, 85 credits. Um, and the more credits you buy, the less money you pay per credit. For example, I think the 50 credit package is 9.95 or 9.99 per credit, where if you buy credits for 25 credits, I think it's 10.20. Our base price is 15.95 on the site. So you almost save almost $5. You miss you, you you get a third off buying credits. So that's something to keep in mind. The yearly subscription, um we have it at 20% off right now. It's about 1400. You end up paying really around about 110 a month. And that is a great all-inclusive access to our products. Um, how do you use Racing with Bruno? We're going to initiate a new um, feature uh, starting Friday. And that's where we'll give a couple of races. We will give you wagering strategies. For example, uh, we'll put the two on top of the five, seven, and eight. Box the top four. Play a trifecta or win bet. And that is going to be strictly up to the to the to the to the analyst that does the race. And what I'm instructed is to start off slow and build it up um, for the player because we all don't play the same way. We play different. We play different. So you may not be an exacta, trifecta, win bet kind of guy. Some of you are not pick four, pick five players. You don't play the tickets. Uh, we will still have the tickets. Don't get me wrong. The tickets will still be on there. Um, but so a lot of the times you have to adapt to your style of playing. I've always tried to kind of fought the... Uh, the pressure of getting those information and doing those kind of tickets on on the feature, on the analysis, because everybody has their own way to play the races. And I know I do, and I know I don't play everything. I don't play every race. I pick and choose. So we're going to pick and choose. And we're going to see how it goes and and try it through Keeneland and, and see if you like it. And I'm looking forward to some feedback. So that's what we got going for uh, for this week. Uh, get on board. Go to RacingWithBruno.com. We've got some great packages on there, and you save money, folks. Especially the Breeders' Cup package I got up there. It's $260 for a 60-day subscription. That's $130 a month, including Breeders' Cup. It's the only way to go for Breeders' Cup. You get everything. You'll be able to follow, follow us on all that we have. Um, so... That is what I have for you on this Tuesday, October 1st, and I wish you a great week, and I'm excited about Keeneland, and I hope you are too, and uh, have a great day.